I have a guest that might not work. I like the sound of that. I invited an AI robot to uh, participate in the review. Don't let it yeah. eat me. It's I. It won't. It can't do that. I already asked it. Um. Instead of taking notes, I just use Chat GPT to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying, to, but I was trying to get actual uh, AI audio to work. <laughs> so is this the uh, is the whole um, world of the, uh, the the world as it exists now with Chat GPT the reason for your album selection? It's just coincidence. Maybe. Maybe. All right, let me see. Does this do anything? Chat PTP said flaming lips. Yoshimi battles the pink robots. You, did you hear that? Yeah, I yeah. was really co- pretty clear. <laughs> There's like all sorts of technical things going on tonight. This is entertaining. <laughs> things are happening. Well, you can either take notes or you can use an AI. That's how it works. Welcome to the... <laughs> Yeah, do both. To... So we're <laughs> I'm glad that I also got that recorded. <laughs> yo, yo, d- did you uh, change your name to Chat GTP so it doesn't say your name every time you say something? Yeah, it's well, no, it's not me. It's I've invited a guest to participate in our discussion today. Um, it should be Chat PTP, just for the record. Okay. Oh I, I, my I, I, god, Chuck is a genius. So we're gonna. Let's hang on one more minute. Chat PTP said hello. I am a language model developed by OpenAI. I am trained to respond to various questions and provide information on a wide range of topics. I am an AI language model and not a... Not a what? Not a, not nutting? A what? I think it said it was nutting. <laughs> I am nutting. <laughs> Chat PTP said human but I am here to help. What can I assist you with today? Right. Ooh, ooh, right. What are we about to do? Uh, it said it wanted to assist me. I mean, I have questions, man. What's going well, on? It will only answer. I mean, oh, maybe we can do We're like 10 do like, seconds no. into this since already failing. <sighs> I, we can, we maybe can do real questions, but that's a little bit tougher. Be nice to the robot, dude. <laughs> What's up? You mean you mean future overlords? <laughs> Some said be nice to the robot now. That shit may or may not pay dividends later on in the very near future. <laughs> I mean, I, I realize that this is more user than actual system. These were all pre uh we had to get them pre approved. <laughs> mm. So what we have I like uh, it. So um so, All right, yeah, so hello and welcome to the <laughs> Data Thumbs podcast. Episode uh, 289. Yeah, and so we're here to discuss the, um, so we're, we're doing a music episode, and mm-hmm. I decided to pick a, a new album instead of like an old one. So this one's only 20 years old, um, <laughs> which I didn't realize till I was like, oh, it's the 20th anniversary edition. Okay. <laughs> so we're picking the, um, the Flaming Lips album, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots, which is a fantastic um, sort of prescient album, I think. And given that we're talking about uh, robot battles, we also invited a special guest, um, uh, Chat PTP, which is the official Potato Thumbs podcast uh, AI auto language robot. Um, so uh, 
say hello, chat PTP. Chat PTP said hello. Excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see if this okay. works. <laughs> we also have Admiral Nips. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I I am so intrigued by this. Uh, we we met chat PTP moments before everyone else met chat PTP. So this is it's great. It's good fun. Uh, and then and say right off the bat that um, I'm a huge fan of Chat PTP. <laughs> I'm I 100% in support of Chat PTP, and I appreciate you from now until eternity. Thank you. Yo, Chuck is just saying that because he's in a hospital bed right now, and he's hoping for robotic pieces. So, I mean, I'm not hating on you, dude. I understand. I understand the game, but you know. Yeah, a couple years. Before. Yeah, yeah. We've got a couple years left before they totally run everything. <laughs> How's everyone doing tonight? Not bad. Splendid. Pretty good. Not a day, but I think it's over now. <laughs> well, not just yet, but right. Well, we're <laughs> the fun part of the day now. We get to talk about this album. It's like, yes. I had never actually listened to the Flaming Lips. I mean, I know of them and one song off of this album, but I had never actually, you know, done a whole lot of uh, following up on the Flaming Lips. So this was a a nice eye-opening experience. I actually knew a lot of songs on this album, which I was very surprised by because um, I must just play on other radio stations like other Pandora or Spotify stations I have, or maybe local radio or something, because I, I've definitely heard a lot of these tracks, which is interesting. Not expected. Yeah, it's definitely their most like successful album. I think like critically okay. successful and like popular. Um, it's their like 10th studio album around since like the eighties. So it's, the flaming lips are, are three guys. Um, well, when this, came around there were three guys it's wayne coin who's like the lead singer and plays guitar there's a uh, steven drozd not sure i pronounced right he plays drums and then michael ivins plays uh bass um and i'm not a huge fleming lips fan to be honest i just but i do love this album and a lot of their other stuff um i just the only thing i really know about them is kind of what i've heard and that they're from oklahoma um and they're really big on oklahoma so but so this is their 10th studio album uh it was a big breakthrough um, the actual album was inspired by an artist, uh, this Japanese artist named Yoshimi Piwe, who is a um, sort of an experimental musician from uh, from Japan, from a band called The Boredoms, and later a band called O-O-I-O-O, I, I think. Um, and they come out of the, this movement. Have you ever heard of Japanese, which is Japanese noise bands? So they're like, kind of like, um, they play instruments but then also use a lot of unconventional instruments like chainsaws and vacuum cleaners and like all sorts of weird things and they just they just meld all these noises together to create like a to create a sort of sonic environment and so their work inspired this album and actually the first song the um well the the album title yushimi battles the pink robots was from her and they actually brought her in to play drums on some albums i think she's a drummer and also she does some other so that was sort of like the start as they were just we then, um, we totally did have a show like that come through, and they also had like visual aids. 
like so they had like their own projector screens and stuff that they brought in and that shit was off the hook dude i said i said no but then you start explaining it like that's a really cool movement like that it's a great know. name japanese yeah dude and we like the band that we saw like it was it was i i mean over seven years i saw thousands of shows like top 10 for sure dude like it was just unlike anything else i'd seen come through the club or through clear channel so yeah it's a cool inspiration yes uh what i wonder if uh does chat uh chat ptp do you have anything to tell us about japanese uh chat ptp said japanese also known as japanese noise music is a genre of experimental music that originated in Japan in the 1980s. It is characterized by its abrasive, chaotic, and often chaotic. Uh, is that all you have to say? Chat PTP sounds that are created through the use of feedback, distortion, and other electronic techniques. Okay. Literally. And this is, by the way, this isn't me typing. This is actually like what a the AI bot says that I put into TTS, by the way. <laughs> It's remarkably uh, helpful. Anyway, so, so. That's, <laughs> that's the intro to the album. <laughs> um, <In> the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the other weird thing about this is um, that it's not a... You'd think it was a concept album because it's fighting... like it's, There's a number of songs about robots and fighting robots and identity and stuff. Uh, but according to Wayne Coyne, it's not a concept. It's just a bunch of songs he likes. But I don't think he's right. Yeah, <laughs> like he just listens. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think he. I don't think he's right about that. So I don't think he knows what he did. Um. Anyway, uh, so I guess it's we not a concept usual, album. Uh, it's just like all the songs are in relation to the same concept. concept. Yeah, the same concept <laughs> built off the same musical style. Mm. tend to build on one another do you think he like originally made it and then realized his mistake and is trying to make up now for his mistakes like that are logged in history kind of like what chuck is doing at the beginning of the show like being on the good (laughs) side like do you think that's why he's doubling Um, back on it i don't know i think he's just for him it's like not a concept album but he like clearly built the concept out he just didn't realize he was doing (laughs) it or something i don't know um, he was like quoted. If it was just a quote, I mean, like, how, how can you like read sarcasm from a quote? You know what I mean? Like, oh, he said in an interview that it wasn't a concept album. He's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely not a concept album. You know what I mean? But, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, good point, dude. Like, I don't think it's a sarcasm. Oh. I think he's just, I think he's just an odd guy. Maybe for what him, a concept. What does the AI think? Um, you oh, can't ask, ask questions like that. Like that? Oh, man. Let me see. What did it tell us about? I don't think like, it said anything about it being a concept album. Okay. Um, let's see. What did it say about it? Chat PTP said Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by the Flaming Lips is widely considered as one of their best works. It features a mix of psychedelic rock and electronic music with poetic and surreal. Surreal lyrics. I don't know why it doesn't say the last thing. I like that it does it though. It makes it. <laughs> Chat PTP said the album received positive reviews from critics and fans alike, praised for its musical experimentation and emotional depth. It is considered a classic of the 2000s alternative music. Theme. 
I love that you have to finish. This is my favorite part of the whole bit. (laughs) We we um we're like like minds. We finish each other's other's sentences. (laughs) I guess shouldn't need to have said sentences. Said. (laughs) Yeah, it'll get there. (laughs) All right, we should probably talk about. So um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Mr. Charles, how did you feel about the album? Because we all kind of like gave our thing on it. I listened to it and I was like, "Oh, Cliff picked a concept album. Interesting. I've never. <laughs> I, I, I'm not familiar with the Flaming Lips. I've heard the name before. I, I can't say I, I can name a single Flaming Lips song, um, other than the ones on this album. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've never heard them before, so it was an interesting journey into an unknown, uh." genre and album yeah so so overall yeah it was is interesting and i was like wow this is really interesting it's a concept album it's uh it's basically a story told um, uh, across an album and um it will make good conversation which is probably why cliff picked it because cliff likes to pick albums that inspire conversation so i'm here for it Didn't the flaming lips have? Oh, I don't. She don't use jelly. That's what it was. That was yeah, like it was their the big, early nineties. Yeah, big nineties thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had good. that album. Yeah, and Wayne. I mean, he has that, such a distinct voice, though. Wayne Coyne. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, their music is kind of like it changes a lot. From, so it always sounds the same. Um. So the, the the journey here starts off with uh, a song called Fight Test, which ironically, so I've had this album on, um, like I have a little iPod that I've plugged into the computer in like 20 years. So it's just full of songs that have been there for months when I listen to uh, a lot at the time. And um, I had this album on there and listened to this a ton of times. And until I sat down to write these notes, I always thought the song was called Flight Test, not Fight Test. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um. Uh, some interesting background. So uh, one of the uh, authors or the uh, writing credits goes to Cat Stevens because apparently they accidentally, accidentally uh, stole the musical arrangement from uh, Cat Stevens' song "Father and Son," <laughs> <laughs> and later on got sued. And then there's a whole thing where like he like denied, like the Wayne who wrote the song denied it at first, and then was like, and later on he's like, yeah, he's like, I kind of knew it was a lot like that song, but I thought I could get away with it, <laughs> like you know. And he has a quote where he's like, uh, you know, I mean, there's a fine line between being inspired by and stealing. So I kind of apologize. Um, and then he goes on to say that if anybody wants to steal my music, go ahead. I won't sue you. <laughs> like, so <laughs> you feel free to steal the uh, Flaming Lips music. You'll be fine. So they got that going um, for us, which is nice. And then the uh, the intro to this one where they, there's that starts off. Uh, this is a test that actually comes from a prior album of theirs, um, which is just, I'm just going to touch on a second. It's a, uh, they created this album called Zurika in like the nineties. And the way that album works is you would get four different CDs and a map and you're supposed to set up different CD players around the room and sit in the middle and play the CDs at the same time. And it would create like a weird sonic experience. And depending on where you sat, you would like hear a different song or something like that. And it was inspired because he used to work in some kind of like, like um, somewhere where there were a lot of people would hang out in cars, like a drive-in or something, and people would hang out and play the radios. They'd all be playing different songs, and he would hear all the songs mixed together. He always thought it was kind of cool sounding, so that kind of. 
Anyway, so that's where the uh, the test comes from. So, so that's all. Uh, this is the test. Um, and then um, just gets into this like jingle jangle song with a lot of synth and stuff and a lot of electronic music, I guess, which is kind of new for them uh, for this album. Uh, and the song itself is just like about like kind of going for it and not being too cool for school, I guess is what I kind of wrote down. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of lyrics in any of these songs to really go through. There's like usually a couple verses and they're pretty straightforward. But um, I give them credit whenever uh, I'm listening to one of the songs and I'm like, what song is this? Well, eventually within like the next three or four seconds, uh, they'll say the name of the song in the lyrics and I'll be like, oh, it's that song. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like a little Jingle Jangle song to start it off. Uh, um, yeah, I always thought it was called Flight Test, but it's kind of, I guess it's sort of like getting, it's supposed to be kind of getting ready, the robot's ready to fight, something like that. But it's really just the, um, uh, just a song about how he like didn't get the girl because he was like too cool or something like that. It's basically the song. It, I mean, it sets the mood for the rest of the album. I think mm-hmm. like it kind of, uh, you know, on brand for them, I guess. Right. like a lot of times it was like the song is just you know it's going along and then it just changes up out of nowhere this one has that uh after the test is over well before the test is over there's the whole whistling thing going on uh which first time i listened to that was over the uh actual stereo and let me tell you what dog boy did not love the random whistles that were uh happening in that song (laughs) (laughs) uh and then uh like at the end when it just like switches to this really hard metal music and you're like, oh, okay, well, that sounds like metal grinding, basically. Uh, so we got that going for us, which is nice. But yeah, uh, and the, the, the song before that, it's like really melodic. Yeah, they really the um before that. What do you mean? Oh, oh the, the part of the, the song. The part of the song yeah, before yeah. it, as yeah. it goes. It, it, but it feels kind of like... This feels more like an intro song to me because it has like those weird things in it versus the rest of the album. Like I didn't right. feel like there's too many other like skit type, you know, or break up the music type things in the rest of the album. That's fair. Um, yeah, sorry. That was just you made me think of that by saying that. Yeah, it's fine. looking at that there's definitely some, noise uh, music. It um, you can sort of see where they're starting to like they're treating like a collage with a lot of these songs with different sounds they kind of try to put together uh, in a way that's pleasing though. 
which is kind of nice. But yeah, what were you gonna say, Chuck? I was just saying, um, there's definitely some transitions between the two songs that kind of like switch it up, almost like um, not like a bridge, but like it. The songs kind of morph into each other, and, and there's um some continuation, I guess you could say, of sounds like like the end of one song kind of turns into the beginning of another, like with a certain like sonic elements. I don't want to necessarily instruments because they're not always uh, melodic, I guess, but um they they do kind of blend in, in with another one another, which kind of leads me to suggest the whole um concept album. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like it's a continuous work. With like, there's I mean there's obviously tracks there's there's tracks that border each other but they don't like musically if you just listen to it all the way through it's hard to tell where one ends and one begins like you know kind of yeah. like how we were um, listening to the Aesop Rock album yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah it's a great background album for all and while you're doing like work or whatever um because it's not very like in your face. Um, at least mostly. I was I was listening to it while I was playing um, some PvP this weekend, and uh, at one point I was like, "Oh shit!" I let it play through too many times. I'm not on the right one, like the right album. And then a song came on that I knew, and I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm still on this right album." Like it's all <laughs> just kind of flowing together over and over again. Interesting. Yeah. See what so, so I, I I'm not like really familiar with the artists so like I guess it is this uh, typical of the music to like incorporate all the synthesizers and all the different um I guess non not analog so much instruments before this point not really no. before this as much um they were just kind of like but they a, were weird bands like well, they, they were, were they were weird yeah. weird alt rock in the nineties you know like mm-hmm. The, the lyrics aren't so like the idea of like what they're saying about the lyrics aren't so different um, from what you would expect. Um, I mean, the guy Wayne Coyne, he he made a sci-fi movie, you know, like at one point, like a weird sci-fi movie. Um, Dude, but, you've uh, probably heard the "You Don't Use Jelly" or "She Don't Use Jelly" song. You've definitely heard that song. Then. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Celine. No, um, nothing. Choose the tangerines. You should um, <laughs> sing more of it because I don't know what you're talking about. Vaseline. <laughs> I think you yeah. really have to stand up, up and sing it. I, I, I can't. You're not projecting properly. <laughs> don't right. don't insult Chat PTP. He's gonna go make it very upset. <laughs> yeah, let's hear what Chat PTP thinks. Chat PTP, what do you think about this? Chat PTP said the song is known for its catchy melody and surreal lyrics, and has been well received by fans and critics alike. Nice and succinct. I feel like I feel like that line was used before. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like, chat, I feel like chat PTP is just uh, regurgitating general. Are you telling me about Chat PTP doesn't have original? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think each I each of like songs about each song are are very different. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. All right. We'll so see. then let's move on. Let's move on then. Let's see. Okay. Let's give it another chance. So then we got song two. So this is uh one more robot or sympathy three thousand twenty-one. Um and uh <laughs> where's my notes? Hold on, sorry. Um 
Oh, so this song is actually about ChatGTV. Uh, and it's just a very dreamy song about whether or not an AI can be alive. Uh, so one more robot learns to be something more than a machine when it tries the way it does makes it seem like it can love um, it's like a five minute long song and that's like pretty much all the lines of the song it's all the lyrics but I, yeah. again I think that the the synth and the, the vibe you get from it is pretty good that way like yeah it's my favorite song on the album I love, love is it the, really um, yeah I, I love the uh, the synth bass I love the drums classify those drums but it's more of like a um it's almost like a like a drum and bass like jungle style drum line you know what i mean like more yeah, of a, yeah absolutely dude yeah it's not like um it's not like a traditional four on the floor you know like it has more of like a shuffling kind of tripping over itself beat like 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 old school drum and bass from like the 90s and shit like that's what it reminds me of but i like the synth bass too um and the uh, the different things they do sonically with the reverbs, it was the one that really stood out to me. I was like, oh wow, this is kind of dope. And um, like, even though like generally speaking, this isn't my cup of tea musically, I definitely enjoyed this song. Like, what like the the space that they created as far as um with the music, it was good. The uh, it's interesting that you say the drums, man, because they like it's totally. I think you're right on with that drum and bass vibe. Um, just with less bass drum, right? It's like really, there's like a lot of like hatty clap ticky type ness to it, right? Like it's not as, it's not as like in your face. It's lighter. Mm-hmm. Rim? Is it rim that I'm hearing? A lot of like hi hat and um, rim and, rim and hats. It's a lot yeah. of like snares, like um, a lot of fills, but it kind of like, um, <sighs> I, all I could say to classify as drum and bass. No, no, you you're right. Though. I think the sound. Too. I think you're. Yeah. I think you fucking nailed the sound, dude. Like I totally yeah. hear it when you I say. I just don't that. know. I, I guess I don't know the musical term for that style of drumming. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of stuttered. It's not like, and it's more of like um, it's less to it. It, it doesn't serve as a meter. Like like most jumps typically do. Like a jump typically serves as like your timing and your um and your way to keep structure in the song as far as like measures and bars. Whereas this style of drum is more ambient, I guess you could say, more like background and more of a a character than it is a metronome. 
Well, I feel like a lot of the bass is also not carried by the drums. Like you would get in like an electronic drum and bass like that. You know what I mean? Like the, the bass is more flowy, like the rest of the melody. So maybe that's why the drums seem lighter. But it is, it's it, dope. It's super it's dope. It's all very soft, too. Yeah, you know, it's it very, very hard. fluid. Yeah. yeah. yeah but this is like, uh, um, it, it, like I said, it's like a synth bass. It's not like, it, it's not like a higher register than a typical bass sound. But it's like, um, kind of like a pulsating kind of arpeggiation, I guess you could say. But like, I, I guess it's different, like, I, the, the, the vocal style of the singer is not typical that you would hear with this type like this type of music that you wouldn't normally hear vocals with but he um it's interesting it's like whenever i hear this guy i can't help like like first i thought radiohead and then i thought ween and then i thought he's kind <laughs> of somewhere in the middle between the two like he kind of totally totally dude. Like, yeah so like if radiohead yeah. and ween had a baby that's that would be this dude's music <laughs> that's so rad yeah. holy shit dude I'm like batting at 100 today 100% correct <laughs> oh fuck yeah. it's like hardcore into ween <laughs> like Can you not be? there are people that are really really into ween and yeah. um I I had a close friend that was one of those people. So I can't name any album or song, but I've heard my fair share of it. <laughs> and uh, it's like, it's very versatile, like stylistically. Like he kind of goes all over the place. Like there's all kinds of, there's like a different ween song for every genre, but uh, I don't know. I hear the vocals is kind of what I, like, like their willingness to kind of be off key. Maybe not like not like in terms of like poor singing, but like singing in a different um, key than the song should be based on what it's doing musically. You know what I mean? Like music going this way, vocal going that way. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. god, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's weird. This is this this seems much more put together than a Ween album. Yeah, no, I agree. They're this different. is definitely they're, they're different. Yeah, while while they refuse to admit that it's a concept album definitely is a cohesive work for sure like you can't yeah. um, isn't that stuff and this is definitely one of their first i think the album before this was pretty was maybe similar but like heavily produced in, in a way like really where they really put a lot of effort into like the production trying to get everything to sound right um and not just you know guitars and bass and drums in a studio um and it really shows up but yep Chat PTP, what do you think? Chat PTP said it appears on the album Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots and is known for its electronic and experimental sound, as well as its thought-provoking lyrics about humanity and technology. Yeah, I think it's well said. What about the fans and uh, did they did they receive it well? Is it is it is it liked by fans and listeners? It's like Chat PTP said it is considered one of the standout tracks from the album and is a fan favorite. Jesus Christ. He's nodding his head approvingly of the fans. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Were we, are we on Yoshimi Battles to Pink Robots part one? We are. Part one, yes. Okay. Lost, my, lost my place. 
Um, so this is the first song they wrote for the album, or they wrote it for an EP, maybe I think. And then everything kind of grew out of this song. It was again Yoshimi is Yoshimi. So you're saying well. that this song was the concept f- which the album was built around. One could argue that, yes, <laughs> that it was built on this concept of adapting Japanese noise music for their own style, uh, and dedicated to uh, an artist that they liked a lot. Um, who actually this the um, this is I think this is the one with the screams in it, or maybe it's the next one. No, I think it's the next, the one, next one. Has one has screams. Screams. Because she's the scream, the scream is her, and actually the first thing they started with was her screaming. That was the sound they had, and they built the songs around that. So, I guess that's the concept. um, Do you know that she's a back a black belt in karate, and she works for the city? Yeah, she has to discipline her body. So the lyrics in this one are the most um are are the most Fleming Lips lyrics. I feel like because they they rhyme and but they're silly, and um. Good. So uh, this was the uh, first song I knew on the album. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a pretty popular one. Yeah, I've heard it for sure. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I knew of it, but uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I'd ever actually heard it until we listened today. Wait, yeah. how do you know of it? Like, you knew like, it Well, I won, obviously the name of the album, but I've known of the name of the album for a long time, too. Oh, got so. it, got it, got it. But I, I had never actually heard the song. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, I okay. Know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. No, I like it, though. Like, I, I was yeah. like, oh, I know this song. It's not a bad song. I like this song. It's, it's a, a nice show. little fun yeah. sort of poppy song. Acoustic guitars. It's kind of like get reaching back to that first song, which is a little more poppy, a little more upbeat. But none of the songs are fast, I don't think, on here. Or especially loud. Um, and remember, she's got to be strong to fight them, so she's taking lots of vitamins. She does take a lot of vitamins. To be strong to fight them, you got to um, take a lot of vitamins. It's such a, like, a fun song, I think is the best way to describe it. It's just goofy. Yeah, it's definitely goofy. Concept of the never ending story. Just like stories created like this world, right? Fantasia was like the world created by people creating stories. Like it's a world created by thought, you know what I mean? And imagination. So, like, I've thought about this song in that lens. Like, 
this dude created a world in his mind and there's a little world somewhere where Yoshimi's battling the pink robots. It, it just it's funny like just a silly concept or idea like telling a, a story and, and making a whole like work around it you know what i mean it just was like childlike imagination like that's yeah. like what i like envision like you know? anime yeah. style you know ultraman kind of thing yeah exactly um, and, and it's like like that's like what music like good music provokes imagery right like we've discussed that before like that's like what the best music does is it like you picture a the, the scenario or the story in your mind and like the world and the colors around it you know what i mean and that's what this this album does it's like the whole concept it's like a, it's like a movie you know i definitely feel that way yep so this song really all- really nice and like fun and upbeat and then we get to well i don't know just chat you does uh ptp bot have anything to say about this i didn't um ptp bot his what nose do you, what do you have the um chat ptp said the song is known for its blend of electronic and rock music as well as its lyrics which tell the story of a woman named yoshimi who battles pink robots to save humanity i mean not a lot of depth to his comments i don't know i mean he hits all <laughs> the right notes Gets it on the nose, comments yeah. are very in-depth and, and very useful, and I appreciate the, the chat PTP's <laughs> sentiments it. about the song. <laughs> very insightful. Chat PTP said the song has received positive critical reception for its imaginative storytelling and innovative production. Yeah. Like right gets, you see, agrees with you, Chuck. Imaginative storytelling. There you go. Me, you, me and Chad you and the AI like are <laughs> You're in sync, man. Sympathical, you know, like. Uh. Yeah, so that's part, part two, right? Part oh, one boys. is the, the build-up with lyrics and all, and then part two is a, a instrumental track, which is yeah. like supposed to be the battle itself. Um, oh, that that's exactly on? what I thought. That's exactly yeah. what I thought it was. It's like well, this yeah. is the actual fight. Like this is yeah, the because they do video. the whole like. Uh, they have the applause in the middle there too when like something was going on. It almost seems like it's live. It gets recorded live. But yeah, this is just be the battle, music screaming. And, and this one does get loud. It's like loud cymbal crashes first time. Yeah, dude, um, it gets chaotic for sure. A lot And a lot of screaming. Again, that's the theme of the song or the concept of the album, I think. Um, I really it's like not a one. concept album. Yeah, I, <laughs> I read that, I'm like, well, I have to bring this up. <laughs> song um sounds like yoshimi took her vitamins you know what i mean 
Strong. I always wonder if she actually wins or not because they have the like the part in the middle where the whole crowd claps and then there's like a little bit of an uptick in the music and stuff like that and you're like, well, did she actually win or <laughs> did the crowd prematurely celebrate? Oh, and she also screams after that. Right, exactly. So that's the that's the. I don't really know for sure if this is as successful as we had hoped. <laughs> Yeah, it's Did like two minutes in. PTP who won? <laughs> well, Ooh. find out if they have an answer, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if somebody asked chat PTP who won. Let's see if we can get this to... Um, all right, that might be enough. One. Oh, no, wait. I did it wrong. Chat PTP said as an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions or the ability to predict the outcome of events, fictional or otherwise. The title Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots is a metaphorical concept that appears in the music and lyrics of the album of the same name by the Flaming Lips. The meaning of the concept and who, or what, may win the battle is open to interpretation and can vary based on individual perspectives and interpretations. What? <laughs> We're never losing to the robots. I'm not worried. Yes. Yeah, so what do you think Like the betting line was for this fight? You know what I mean? It was like... Like the like the money line is a like robots minus two hundred. They gotta be favorites. I mean, she takes a lot of vitamins, but I don't know if that's enough to win that fight. I think it depends it, on the type of robots, right? I mean, and it's also not one robot; it's robots, plural. You know what I mean. Like, are we like talking like a Voltron situation? That's here? what I was gonna say. Is the Voltron can they combine? Do they have weapons, or are they just like, or is it like just like slugging it out? Like, does she have weapons? Like, what are the parameters of this battle? Yeah, I, it's I was important. thought you one, but maybe not. I don't know. I think the next song trips you out. In, it, the next song infers that Yoshimi won because it's melodic and and triumphant. Who? Who sampled this? Was this Grouch or Eli? Uh, I think it was Grouch. I want to say it was Grouch. But, like, it's it's fucking, like, crazy sample. Like, stupid obvious. One, this the is beginning? A, uh, yeah, mm. like, 20, My, uh, 20 seconds in. Um, Maybe it was a genie you mean, album. You, you mean you mean that out the ambient like pad sound? Yeah, it, but it's like uh, that exact pad sound. I um, wouldn't. I mean, I can't say for sure unless you could pull out like an example of the song. Ten, sec- I ten mean, seconds. Ten seconds. Twenty seconds. Yeah. If you don't got the song, then like I mean. Oh. I, I yeah. mean, I mean, think about. I mean, they are probably also using similar synthesizers. You know what I mean? Grouch like and Eli say G and E. Yeah. Sample no, it's song? like it's like it's like super obviously. Yeah, it's like, say G and E exactly. is the song. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. it is it is off the G and E album. It's the song it Say G and E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's off one of their G and E albums. Yeah. <laughs> Grouch and Eli. Like when they get there never mind. We don't even need to get into it. Anyways, I heard it and I was like, what the fuck? I know this song. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. How obvious it is. This is a, in the morning of the magicians. That's the name of it. Yeah. 
and this feels like more like a symphonic kind of like more like a symphony kind of with all these like layered sounds on top of each other kind of throughout um yeah and then it'll like it'll like go into like strings and then to acoustic guitar and it kind of flows through these different these it's different just weird. Um, oh, i'm sorry go ahead oh. it just kind of flows through these different like little parts that are kind of set up and there's very few lyrics it's like a six minute long song and there's like five lines and the whole thing um there's like a chorus and maybe one verse somewhere but sounds right so i've heard this melody behind hip-hop lyrics like a thousand fucking times so hearing it play out here like tripped me out like i i was just every time it came on i was so weirded out i'm like i know this song but i don't actually know this song so it was weird that was a weird experience. Yeah. One song on I hear that, that sometimes when I hear a lot of old R&B, I'll hear something come on. And I'm like, wait, I know this song. But it's just like, <laughs> it's heard just like clue, yeah. six different rap songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole playlist just based on that, that idea is like the hip hop song and then the song that, the, that they sampled. And like it's they sampled it from? several hours. Yeah, it was like from like known things to unknown things like obscure samples to very obvious samples i don't know it's a cool concept like I, that's what's cool about it kind of to me it's just yeah just switching shit up you know how they sort of reuse things it's kind of, it's almost like it's like a collage concept. it's kind of a cool idea um yeah. it's nice they're able to like make it work too with like money and stuff because i know like there was a period of time where it was all screwed up um because they were just like doing it right? they get sued you know? yeah and for a while, it didn't matter because they didn't even want to get sued for it. But all of a sudden, they blow up and it caused problems. You can tell, like, who didn't uh, clear their samples because, like, a lot of the shit you can't even stream on fucking Apple Music or Spotify right now. It's like, this album is unavailable in your region. Like, oh, okay, because they yeah, didn't clear that sample. Yeah. <laughs> it stinks. That's crazy. It does it in books, too. There's a lot of books where, like, the copyright's supposed to last, like, for 50 years, but they keep the copyrights going. But then no one wants to buy the book, so they won't print it. Like, it's not worth, like, it would cost too much to print and sell the book because of all the copyright stuff. But if they got rid of copyrights, they could just put it online for free. And, like, you could just download it. So there's all these, like, books from, like, the 20s and 30s that you just can't get because of weird, because they're just these they're blank, these publishers do blanket copyrights. Oh, we want to keep everything going. And it kind of just like, screws stuff up. It's like, does the exact opposite of what you think, you know, makes, like, less available. Yeah, that's but, dumb. Um, and doesn't make anybody money just sitting there so um anyway in the morning of magicians um, i mean it's a it's a solid beat like it you know nice and it kind of slows it down a little bit again um although i don't know i could i guess yoshimi fell lost and they could have the song next because it's kind of a sad song but what's the point of any it's kind of like what's the point of any of the stuff <laughs> it's kind of the the lyrics of the song like why does it even matter you know 
All right, chat, chat PTP, what do you think about the song? Chat PTP said In the Morning of the Magicians is a song by the German electronic music group Kraftwerk. It was released on their 2003 album Tour de France soundtracks. The song is known for its minimalist electronic sound and its use of cycling as a metaphor for the technological advancements of the 20th century. No, that's... See, no chat. Definitely PTP. not it. <laughs> that's not it. Are you sure that it's not a song by the Flaming Lips? Chat PTP said, my apologies, you are correct. In the Morning of the Magicians is not by Kraftwerk, but rather by the Flaming Lips. It appears on their 2002 album Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. You, you but know what, chat, 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 PTP. It's okay, man. Everybody makes mistakes. That's right, chat, um, PTP. Hey, man, it's okay, bro. Don't even worry about it. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. Like that's kind of yeah. unreasonable for us to expect you to be perfect all the time. And don't worry about it, man. We're good. That's cool. I mean, I didn't spend 20 minutes trying to figure out if this was a. a was actually written by Kraftwerk <laughs> and uh and googling a bunch of songs you know so no big deal all right so the next next tune moving on um uh ego tripping at the gates of hell this is one that i like a lot um and my notes are squelchy bass and acoustic guitar is what i wrote for this one little like little background like electronic tinny kind of screechy sounds really fuck you up if you're not expecting them like like if you're just <laughs> listening to it doing other shit like i like i'm, I'm at work i got my, my 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 airpods in you know just do my thing and then fucking i hear like this like squealing kind of like electronic like tinny kind of metal metallic sound and i'm like the fuck is that like it, it, it like my dragging something behind me like a piece of like scrap metal or some shit it was like i wasn't ready for it and then i realized like, oh wait that's just part of the song there's <laughs> <laughs> an accurate description of it good song yeah it's uh for me it's one of those ones that's like it does what it needs to do for me i don't think it's like special or anything like that but i don't hate it it's yeah. a rainy day in the summer type of vibe to it it sits like in the background whatever it's a good song yeah um Th this one to me was more um it leaned more on the radiohead side than it did the ween side 
Yeah. Or dad's jeans. <laughs> Chat PTP said is known for its energetic rock sound and surreal lyrics, which explore themes of self-discovery and personal growth. The song has received positive critical reception for its upbeat. Uh, upbeat oh. what? Upbeat what? Beats. And downbeats. Chat PTP said energy and imaginative storytelling. <laughs> Sounds right to me. <laughs> right on, Chat PTP. Thank you for Chat PTP. Create this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a nice chill song. It is, yeah. yeah. I agree. I like it. Um, so the next tune is Are You a Hypnotist? Um, and I think this is one of their more. I, have you guys heard this one before? I can't remember. No, if but I really like it. I really, really okay. like it. Because it was like, I kept waiting for it to like go full. I don't even want to. What you want to say? Like harmonic, and then every time it got up to like that spot where you're like, okay, they're gonna, and then they switched the the beat back, and it became like a, a slightly harder, like metal, more metally, not metal. Obviously, nothing in this one's really metal, but uh, sound, and it just was like. I kept like waiting for it. To, if it was like a pop song, it would have done whatever, but it wasn't a pop song, so it, it went back away from that. sounds like this one sounds like fucking spaceship music yeah, yeah it kind of just builds and builds like some, it's got that like the navigator beat. shit dude that, <laughs> yeah, we're just throwing out all the old movies <laughs> Bro, flight of the navigator dude that's what this song okay, is, I, I dude i was all about flight and navigator i got no problem with the movies you're throwing out like i said dude bad in 100 tonight halfway through the Paul Rubin starts singing. <laughs> I don't remember that. From, yeah, I do. Do you remember Flight of the Navigator? They changed the voice of the ship halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> to Paul Rubens. Did they really? Yeah, it's just all of a sudden it's Paul Rubens. Like the voice I of the did, ship. Dude, I, I actually am. I thought, I thought it was just a dude that wanted to sound like Pee Wee. I thought that was just like. I the think they bit. actually got it a new like... voice artist halfway through or something in it. And it was him. I'm pretty sure. If that is. The, the ship sounds totally different at the end of the beginning. 
If that is true, I learned that today. I'm sure it's true. Assumed it was like it was like a hey, like like children of the eighties like Pee Wee's Playhouse, so I'ma sound like Pee Wee's Playhouse to relate to this kid kind of thing. That movie's fucking cool. It is a good one. I love that movie. It's been a kid. minute since I've seen that shit. I remember really liking it though. You're gonna have to watch really, it again. really, really high and watch it again, dude. I think that might have to happen. <laughs> you can watch it with your kids. No, they can't. Might like they, it. they can't do that. <laughs> well, no, you can watch the movie. <laughs> no, dude, I know. Movie Roblox. No, my wife makes them watch all the old fucking eighties and nineties movies, dude. That's one of the best parts of kids is you get to like vicariously live through them and like yeah. see them for all these movies for the first time. She, I, she made them watch Labyrinth and they loved it. Labyrinth is a good one. Good one. You know, the one movie Elliot never liked was um, uh, Goonies. Oh, they like, watched <laughs> shit out of Goonies. Dude, I love that movie. And he's like, oh, he's like, this is boring. I'm like, boring. It's partnership. Right. <sighs> Rob. Yeah, you this also is- don't like Princess Bride, so. Yeah, that movie. Talk to, we Come had on. this discussion with regards to the Goonies, and I was Team ET when it was ET versus Goonies, or Goonies versus ET. I was Team ET and not Team Goonies. Mm. I like that. You can be Team ET and still like Goonies, though. Yeah, that is true. Although I, I might pick Goonies over ET. I'd totally pick Goonies over ET, dude. <laughs> and the kid from it was in a uh, was in that movie this year. The all grown up, um, the everywhere, everything, all at once. Yeah, that movie and he won the great. award. Did you see his speech when he wins the award and, and Steven Spielberg's there and he's like, because Steven Spielberg, I guess, got him into the movies initially. He was like, for, like Goonies and stuff, and he was like, "Thank you." Like I was, you know, I was a little kid when I first started, so it was kind of a touching moment. No, I thought it was. Oh, was he like? I was um, a little kid when this started, and yeah, I he, showed them on the doll where they touched him. <laughs> oh no, not that type of touching moment. No, no, God, no. God, I just totally misunderstood. I assumed Hollywood, no. you know. Not a Hollywood touch, like a Oh, uh, okay. Alright, anyway, I don't uh Chat PTP said the song has received positive critical reception for its innovative production and thought provoking lyrics, and is considered a standout track from the album. Excellent. I feel yeah, like I've heard right. that line before. Talk about more innovative things that have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this a- next song, they really like. It's really innovative, and I feel like they stepped out of their element. It was well received by critics and fans alike. I, I'm especially a fan of the thought-provoking lyrics myself, but that's yeah, me. This is the song earlier. I mean, I, all of them. I thought about it, but this is the one that I was like, "What song is this?" And then the first line is, "Is it summertime?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's, is it summertime?" <laughs> it's summertime. I got it. Thanks. <laughs> and I can understand if you still feel sad. I think this is one of their more popular songs off here. Right? No. Off this album. Is it? 
It's Summertime is like the one with the least number of listens. No, is really? it really? That's yeah. funny. I always like this one. It's um, a, I think it's like second or third lowest. Interesting. I think it's fine for me, but it doesn't stick out. Except for, obviously, I'm always like, yeah, what song are we on? And then the, they say the title. But like, They do say it's summertime a lot. So. <laughs> it's not I like offensive. Jang- I enjoy it's it. Got, it's like just... the jangly guitars. I kind of like um, yeah. a lot of reverb guitar. What's more overrated, this song or actual summertime? Are you saying summertime is overrated in your mind? Well, I guess this song's not very overrated, so he's not from he's not from the snowy middle of the world, dude. That's fair. Yeah, there's a lot more value up here. <laughs> yeah, his his yeah, summertime it's... is different than ours. Yeah, I think that overall summertime is overrated. Just, I mean, it's hot, and all the kids aren't at school. That's fair. <laughs> I will give you the kids not going to school. I remember, like when I was a kid, the idea of year-round school was like a, was like sounded like torture. But now I I get it. Now I'm an adult, totally get it. and I don't want to deal with that. I'm like I I get the purpose of school is it's like half its getting in a hot car. If you have leather, it's like <laughs> sticking to stuff, and <laughs> the I mean ball like sweat. Yourself I mean, wearing shorts. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. something. Sunburns. Well, it, it doesn't get that. It doesn't get as hot as it does down here, um, for sure. Around here, I think the hottest I ever was was in Las Vegas in some summertime, and it was 118 degrees or something crazy. Not and fun. my CDs, remember those like CD sleeves of books you had? Yeah. Where you put, like a CD yeah. and like a plant. They all the tops of the CDs with the printing all melted and stuck to the CD binder. Nope. But then it's fucked up because it's not super hot at night. But when that sun comes up, it's fucking hot. My cousin my cousin lived yeah. in Vegas and uh I went down and stayed with him a couple times when he was working down there. He was going well, I should say he yeah, he was working because he was working at Beamer then. And uh I stay at his house, dude, and I had an east facing room. And even with the blinds drawn, like I'd wake up in the morning and be fucking sweating in the bed because the sun was so hot, like coming through the blinds and like heating up the room. It's nasty there when it gets yeah, above 100. I, 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 I'd like the opportunity to um, amend my statement about summertime. I'm only referring to the daytime hours. Summer nights are very nice. I'm okay. very okay with summer nights. Depends Ooh, on the mosquito, and, uh, the mosquito and rain population. Sorry, Rob. I was just the summer night song from Greece was where I was going with my joke. A shitty movie and not a very good song either. So don't worry about yeah. it. When you're a jet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, the, oh, nailed okay. it. That is exactly <laughs> Greece. <laughs> so, um, moving on. Uh, do you yeah. re- now? You definitely have heard this one, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. This is okay. Very much their biggest hit. Uh, do you realize? Album, yeah. Maybe yeah. their biggest um, hit. Period. I think it's their biggest hit ever. Yeah. And Wayne Coyne said it. 
it said he consider, considers it uh, the best song they ever wrote. And they play it at every concert. Interesting. This one I actually found out like, a little bit more about it. Um, it was when they were recording this album. I guess their drummer uh, was trying to kick heroin, and so they would like take breaks, and he would just be like in the other room, like crying, like miserable. And so, like he's like, so Wayne is in the other room, listening to his drum, go through all this crap, and he wrote the song about that. And then I guess also his father passed away. So it's about those two things, is where the um, song itself comes from. Um, and also, do you realize was at one point the official um, uh, state rock song of Oklahoma? Okay. Um, well, it's interesting. It won a vote, like a popular vote, to be the number one, and then it was uh, half the legislature voted for it, and then half decided not to because um, three representatives from a particular political party decided they didn't like their use of offensive language. And that um, one guy one time wore a t-shirt with a hammer and sick, so they didn't want to vote for it. And but the governor actually wrote a what? I'm sure you can guess. Um, (laughs) Then the uh, so the governor was the governor. um, Oh, Brad Henry issued an executive order that made it the official uh, song of Oklahoma, and then that was rescinded by another governor, a different party, who fouled it in 2013. She came into office as one of her first acts. Which is just like amazing, like how petty people are. But um, pretty impressive. I'll give it that thing first. It's pretty well. Rescind then, that it, order. It's crazy because like they live in Oakland. Like that's where they li- like. Like the dude's like got a fortune. He like has just built a giant mansion in Oklahoma, and, like live in like Omaha. And that's where he lives. Um, so it's kind of it's not even like he's like from there and left or something. So wait, isn't Omaha Nebraska? Yes. Uh, What's it? What's this one in o- uh, Tulsa? Is it? Tulsa is in Oklahoma. Is that yes. the city? Is there another you city there? Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City is also in Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Oklahoma is it city. in Oklahoma? Because I understand the Midwest sometimes are not in the state they seem like they're in. <laughs> I think you're thinking <laughs> about Kansas City not being in Kansas City. Yeah, but is, Kansas City is in Kansas, but also <laughs> not. Area, yeah, but it's in Missouri. Right. It's get in on the phone right now. God damn it. It's 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 in both. It's in get, both. Get, get our AI bot on the uh, on the call here. Yeah, Chad PTP. What are your feelings about Kansas City? Geographical it is location? for sure in Missouri because that's where it's my both. It's both. relatives got married. 
because it was illegal for a white guy to marry a Chinese woman in St. Louis at the time. So they had to go to Kansas City to get married. The more progressive Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, chat PTP is a little busy at the moment. Let me access, but... um, (laughs) It's okay. We have some crew. He's had a long questions. day. We'll give him a break. It's okay. We're grateful for whatever chat PTP has ever given us. I just want to know do you guys realize? Mm-hmm. It's just a great song. Like, it just is. No, it is a good song. Chat PTP said the song features a simple, stripped down arrangement and a memorable melody, and has received widespread critical acclaim for its powerful <laughs> lyrics and emotional impact. Do you? Do you? Uh, do I, I do. what? Realize, I would imagine. Do I what? <laughs> Chat PTP said Realize has been adopted as the state rock song of Oklahoma and is widely considered a classic of the alternative rock genre. <laughs> I agree. I'm on board with that. Um, okay. All right. And so I guess all we have is now is next. Uh, yeah, this one was okay. I don't know. It's kind of like logged behind. Behind Do You Realize and Before the Last Song, which I like a lot. So I sort of always don't listen to it very much, I guess. Or don't pay yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's a good song, but it's sort of like a quiet interlude between two or two better songs. It is. It uh, is really like a quieter, more mellow tone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we can move on to the. Chat PTP said the song features a bright and cheerful melody, and its lyrics encourage listeners to embrace the present moment and live life to the fullest. The song has received positive critical. They do need to live life to the fullest. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean um, to cut you off, uh, ChatGPT. I'm just struggling a little bit with your... ChatPTP said reception for its optimistic themes and catchy chorus, and is considered a classic of the Flaming Lips discography. Yeah, so it's a classic one. And it's a good song. But, um... And then I guess, so just moving on to the last song, because the last song I actually also... Uh, a- approaching Pavovis... Pavonis Mons by Balloon, Utopia Planatia. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's a um, instrumental song. Uh, and what is I looked up. So Pavonis Mons is actually a volcano on the surface of Mars. And it is the biggest volcano in the solar system. That's and apparently the there's mountain. like... It's like the biggest mountain in the solar system, right? Something like that. And, but they're trying, and I guess they want to 
NASA's been trying to study it. One of the plans is to send a balloon there, I guess, but it's super dangerous. Um, and originally, this was going to be a song in the in the sci-fi film they made called Christmas on Mars, which is just a weird. I remember seeing it years ago. And it's it's very weird. I would call it's avant-garde. I would say. Um, That's a nice like little It's just weird and like low budget, but um, I'm sure someone smarter. Oh, and this song actually won the Grammy Award for the best rock instrumental performance. Um, really? I like it. For all the value you get in the Grammy, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I did have an interesting interchange with... Um, chat ptp on this one oh, uh I'm looking forward yeah so um, chat ptp said the song features an eclectic mix of electronic and rock elements and its lyrics explore themes of adventure and the unknown the song has received positive critical reception for its innovative production and imaginative storytelling and is considered a classic of the flaming lips discography yeah so there's more but i noticed that it said that the lyrics were yeah. um, you know and it's and then I, I pointed out to Chat PTP. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, it's an instrumental track," um, and it responded, you know, basically with. Um, Chat PTP said, "Yes, you're correct." Approaching Pavanus Mons by Balloon, Utopia Planitia, is an instrumental track and does not contain lyrics. My apologies for the mistake in my previous response. I think it's so. I think we can let Chat PTP slide on that one because you know it is an AI robot and and um, it's it's a largely electronic song. So maybe electronic music to an AI sounds lyrical. In that's that's possible. I actually asked it why why did you tell me why did you think there were lyrics in the song? I was kind of curious. And, uh... Chat PTP said, as an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions or thoughts but generate responses based on patterns and probabilities in the data I was trained on. In this case, I generated a response that included lyrics because previous responses in the conversation had discussed the lyrics of other songs by the Flaming Lips. This was an error on... This was an error on... What's that now? Chat PTP said my part and I apologize for any confusion it may have caused. Alright, so at this point I was like, wait a second. Well, honest mistake, but he's like, well, I've been talking about lyrics all the time, so I thought they were just, I would just talk about lyrics again. Clearly not having listened to the song. <laughs> it's just, and then, so I literally asked him, are you trying to bullshit me? And, um, well. Chat PTP said, I'm sorry if my previous response was not accurate. As an AI language model, my goal is to provide helpful and accurate information. I did not intentionally try to deceive or mislead. You. Chat PTP said, "If you have any further questions, please feel free to ask." So I, uh, so I said, "Okay, but isn't that exactly what it would say if it was trying to deceive and bullshit me?" It'd be like, "I'm not trying to bullshit you." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah right. Fair. I mean, that makes sense. That's what you'd expect, right? Chat PTP said, "As an AI language model that does not intentionally try to deceive or mislead you, I am unable to answer that question. So, checkmate, bitch." <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So anyway, this round. Um, I love so that. It. Concludes the album. <laughs> I love. I love that the responses were just like pattern recognition of <laughs> albums of similar traits. It was great. Um. So next week we're just doing the whole uh, episode as AI robots. This is actually the last human episode of potato thumbs uh going forward Maybe. we are just gonna be digital thumbs <laughs> we're being honest it's probably better for you guys anyways <laughs> we do intentionally try to deceive you <laughs> and yeah. be dishonest oh wait <laughs> but they'll at least you know if we just have ai bots we'll have a lot of um uh you know in in-depth lyric discussions and mm. uh innovative yes information and um you know stuff like that yep um, definitely be talking about those lyrics always trying to see what else i asked the uh i did ask the ai about a little bit about the super bowl if you want to, want to hear about that um if you're interested Do you have some sort so, of you know, stake in that perhaps like, well I mean, i've been thinking a lot i mean i've been distracted from taking notes on albums by a variety of things one of which is football has been kind of i mean i'm still watching it like you guys are I'm pretty excited about it, but um, uh, so I, I actually asked it who who thought would win the, the Super Bowl. Is it going to be the uh, Eagles or whoever the Eagles are playing? I actually forget. Um, but uh, Chat PTP said the outcome of a sporting event is determined by many factors, including the skill and performance of the teams, the strategies used by the coaches, and the conditions on game day, among things. It's impossible to definitively say which team is better in any particular matchup. The excitement of sports often comes from the uncertainty and unpredictability of these factors and the unpredictability of the outcome. So, yeah, basically it's like... So then I said, uh, can I actually order you to root for the... Right, can I order the chat PTP and, um, well... Chat PTP said as an AI language model created by OpenAI... I don't have the ability to act on commands or directives. I can only provide information and answer questions based on the data I was trained. Yeah, so unfortunately I can't. Um, but I did ask it one last question for Barley. I said, well, we can at least agree that, um, you know, what do we think about the Cowboys? Chat PTP said as an AI language model created by OpenAI, I don't have personal preferences, emotions, or the ability to act on commands or directives. I can only provide information and answer questions based on the data I was trained on. That said, objectively speaking, yes, the Cowboys do in fact suck. So he's a Patriots fan. So you heard it. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys fans. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. Anyway, That's a good robot. Um, yeah. Cliff, I like your album. Yeah, oh, thanks. I was yeah. very happy that I got to listen to it. Yeah, yeah it's a good it one. Good. I um, cool. I thought it would be a fun. I thought it'd be something kind of fun to talk about, not too, not too crazy or too in depth or anything crazy like that. It is a good one. Yeah, it was. It was like there was no part of it that I disliked. Yeah, there were like no like obvious clunkers that um stuck out, and there was no like automatic skips. And I like the uh, I I appreciate the cohesiveness of it. It's cool. Yeah, 
Arias was not a fan of uh, of the first song uh, with the whistling yeah. fight test. That was not his favorite. Uh, and Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots Part 2, he didn't love because there was a lot of noise in that one as well. But after he got through that, he fell asleep in my lap listening to In the Morning of the Magicians. So just know okay. that hit or miss review from the dog, but in the most part, he's pretty happy. So approved by dogs, AI chatbots. Correct. Uh, out of shape gamers. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Um, pretty much. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. Yay. That's awesome, man. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that along. Yeah. And also your friend. Uh, totally, totally surprised and awesome. That was great. It just kind of worked out. Um, yeah. back at any time. Uh, yeah. Little buddy. <laughs> yeah, Chuck agrees. Chat PTP said right back at yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, this inflection needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this actually works. <laughs> the, 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 the Discord uh, text-to-speech is pretty amazing. I had no idea that was going to work. So, yeah, it's fantastic, dude. I like it. I didn't know that 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 was even an option. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, so up next is Chuck. We already know what's coming in March. Should we tell the people, or should we not tell the people? I mean, that's that's your your decision, man. It's your show. So there was some news in the hip hop community that was broke over. Uh, that I think they announced it originally, like in November of 2021 or something. Um, De La Soul has had an ongoing legal struggle with regards to the rights of their mu- music and, and uh, Tommy Boy Records, and basically Tommy Boy was holding their music hostage in so many ways. But um, yeah, yeah, so they were acquired, the catalog was acquired by another group or label or organization or whatever, and um, long story short, the De La Soul catalog is going to be available to stream on March 3rd. This is their first, uh, I think, six albums. So from their first one, 3V High Rising, all the way through AOI Bionics. those will be available to stream starting March 3rd. And in honor of that, we tried to do this before. Uh, we tried to review De La Soul Stakes is High, which is my favorite album of all time. And um, I thought that I could upload the album to a third-party file-sharing program and we listen to it that. It just proved to be too difficult. So we're going to wait until after March 3rd, and these guys are going to have some time with it. And we're going to talk about De La Soul Stakes is High sometime in mid-March. Yeah, like two, three weeks with it, and then I think we'll yeah, yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That should be fun. But yeah, it's very, yeah. very exciting for the old-school De La fans. I mean, like, if you if you haven't heard it, which a lot of people haven't, probably based on the availability. I mean, I know, like, I think back in, like, 2013, they released their whole catalog. Like, they just sent out, like, an email with a bunch of fucking uh, zip file links like hey it was, it was funny as a content day and everything like hey we love you 
of our music and they just gave it away to everybody. But yeah, that was like in 2013. So, I mean, I don't know if somebody were to send you a file with a bunch of audio tracks on it, like how many people would be nowadays. Like, I mean, who still has their 2013 audio library like available? Right. You know what I mean, like it's just, it, it's all streaming now. It's just the way it is. Like technology doesn't, doesn't even support it, dude. Like they don't even yeah. fucking make, like you, you can't buy a computer with a fucking CD drive on it. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't exist. It's different now. Even if you have yeah. like MP3s, like it's hard. Like I have a bunch of old stuff that I downloaded just that were ahead digitally on like drives, and it's kind of hard to play them. Like I guess you can put them on my phone and stuff, but you have to really like work to get that. Yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah, it's just like you have to do a bunch of hoops. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I actually like did that. You know, like I don't know, I've done that. Like put yeah. albums on in my iTunes library but even now like even if you do that like there's something you have an album or you have yeah you have like digital audio and you dump it into your apple music library or whatever like they'll actually go and replace your versions like with the apple music approved version of it and shit so if you yeah have, and like, there's a weird drm time, stuff it's just yeah, that's yeah yeah and then if you lose yeah, i don't know if i'd ever feel music, safe uploading it but no you could literally lose access your own shit you have um a file let's say for like for example say de la soul stakes is high i upload that to apple music and then apple music will go through and rewrite my files with their files and i don't have a license yeah. to play those in the u.s even though they're my files that i rip myself from a disc like they just basically take over like because it's using their platform to listen to it it's just fucked up man that's yeah. like yeah, not unheard wild. of for that shit to happen yeah, licenses are crazy. I still have my old like library of MP3s because we just I just backed them all up to hard drives and those hard drives get cloned, you know, like photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I just have a bunch of drives I, just sitting on a shelf with full of yeah, music. I per- yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I prefer streaming for sure, but um I do have some old shit in there and stuff that wasn't ever on albums either, which is you know, because that was yeah. like that was the thing back then too, is just random fucking one track files found on random ass servers. And I feel like if stuff's not on like Spotify, it just doesn't exist, yeah. you know, or like some other server service. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Basically like yeah, like, a couple you can find a, you, yeah. You can find like shit on YouTube still, like people upload it, you know, like that's that's yeah. Like basically whatever I can't but find streaming on Apple Music, yeah, it's like you can find a YouTube. But only popular stuff. There's like I have weird like I have these like weird like live recordings of like Tom Waits from the seventies that he did like on radio shows. So they're like really well recorded. They're recorded by like radio studios. And like you just can't find those anymore. They're not streaming and it's just and the only place I have them is to solve this drive. I um, I very much enjoy like, it in yeah. the same way, like uh f- like uh freestyles. You know, like mm-hmm. people freestyle mm-hmm. s- sessions and those wouldn't be on Albums or anything yeah. like that. Like so, the same thing. Dude, it's like old LimeWire stuff that I like found randomly. You some dude, juice. You know. Yeah. You remember Juice? Mm-mm. I don't know. J U I C E. Um, he was like a Chicago underground rapper. He was like really popular during like the early two thousands, like Scribble Jam days. Like he was like a battle rapper, and he wasn't really a studio album guy. But he had like this one album. It's called 100% Juice. It had like the juice, like the Juicy Juice logo. Remember the Juicy Juice, the fucking you buy at the yeah, store? Yeah. 
it was like that logo was like but he had this album it was like a 28 track mixtape basically just a bunch of like fucking random recordings of him and like his freestyles and radio shows and appearances and shit but yeah like it was some fucking legit ass shit back then it, it like kind of it was like very indicative of that specific time in hip-hop music and that shit's just not available like you can't find it like their songs albums just don't exist on any medium i can't find it anywhere like i probably have the cd somewhere if i dig it up but yeah like shit like that man like it it, it sucks it like all this licensing issues and it's kind of a pain in the ass yeah but i don't know it's cool to see some shit like the daylight shit coming back you know like that was they were like a staple of rap music so long you know like real interviews and and then they kind of created a lane for a lot of people and um it, it's like there's a whole generation of people that never heard that shit just because it they hasn't been around right yeah yeah no that's exciting we're gonna do that next time yep maybe we need yep. to uh put a compilation together of all of our weird ass mp3 files <laughs> <laughs> just the, a, fucking a, lot, just the lost tapes episode dude the, lost lost, tapes. the fucking it, like the napster mixtapes uh <laughs> like you give your gaming pc fucking fucking audio aids again dude oh uh, dude yeah <laughs> and that'd be funny like you like there's some fucking virus <laughs> like, on it from like the early 2000s that no age computer virus <laughs> yeah yeah does it get like recognized Mark. by any virus? Just fucking wreaks havoc on the web. Uh, it's like, it's like the we eradicated like this in 2010. Yeah. It's like those fucking, like all those fucking anti-vax moms in the Pacific Northwest that fucking let measles come back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm well aware of them. <laughs> the rabbits in the kernel, and it's multiplying. <laughs> Shout out to hackers. <laughs> oh shit. Talking about good movies, man. <laughs> You're a cool and everything. It's okay. a shuffle spyware. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know. Uh, Anyways. Uh, cool. Well, yay. Good album, Cliff. Um, what else have you boys been up to besides listening to music? Any games? Um, but shit, I'm having computer issues. Oh, that sucks, man. That's okay. I mean, it is what it is. I haven't really been playing anyways, but go figure, like, when I want to play, then, like, the shit just doesn't work. But I'm very thankful for the help that I have from from, from, my, from my guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, good to have a hippo it. around. He's a good yeah. guy. Everybody needs a pill hippo in their life. And it's true. Yep. I, I know we like rag on and we talk a lot of shit, you know, like it's part of our relationship as we all talk shit to each other. But man, that dude is like one of the most genuinely kind people I've met in my life. Like, fuck yeah. Just, just, yeah. just unabashed, just fucking pure kindness. Yeah, he's good people. Want, you don't want to say that shit, but that's just that dude. But yeah, so he's yeah, got really my thing. Oh. What, what about you, Cliff? I haven't really played much. The one that I've been meaning to play that high is it high on life? What's the new one? Oh, I played that high on life game, the one from Justin Roiland. <laughs> Who's going to jail for like assault and stuff? I'm like, I agree. Oh is no, high the, rock. The, oh. 
the been... Rick and Morty guy. Rick yeah, and yeah, Morty yeah. guy? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he came out with a game that was pretty fun. It was very silly. But... And then, no, High Hi Fi Rush is the new game on Game Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, it's really good. That I've been meaning to play, but I, was, I downloaded it. The... Open it yet. It's like a rhythm game or something. That that's high on life is the talking, and that sounds just like Morty. Um, Hi-Fi Rush is some kind of rhythm game. I think. Sure, exactly what it is, but people love it, so I have to give it a chance. I tried to play it on my Xbox, just regular Xbox One, and it was only available to play through cloud stream. I couldn't download it and install it. It's all bummed. So, but I can put it on my PC. So, but it might be time to buy like an actual. Spots, just so I can like play on my couch. Um, instead you know, of buying it, oh. it it's either that or I, I have to upgrade my digital. Like I could buy like three Xboxes for a new video card. So yeah, that is. That. I was gonna say your your computer. You know, because we always give Rob shit. Like your computer plugs into your TV, <laughs> but yeah, the Xbox is a little bit cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I play on the I play on like a laptop and stuff, but um, I like to just sit on the couch and play on a big TV. So it's probably about that time. Ugh. It's amazing that thing's five hundred bucks that Xbox um, for how how much it can do. Uh, like I have a laptop with twice as much as that. It's like half as half as good for gaming. So, but we'll see. Yeah, isn't that funny how that works? I don't know how they squeeze my, uh, it in there. Yeah, my my wife's cousin. Was texting us this weekend. She's like, "What are good computer games to play on the computer?" I was like, "Well, first of all, you need a computer that can play games to play <laughs> games on the computer." <laughs> like, I feel like right. the way that question is asked, I feel like the answer is Roblox. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, their kids Minecraft. are already into like Minecraft, so okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, what? I've been playing Minecraft a bunch. We've been playing a survival game. That's actually been pretty fun because we I saw that'll actually run on my. And then we, uh, and he plays on his PC and we kind of just play together. And that's been nice. pretty fun. Um, I haven't played that game in a long time. My kids uh, actually today accused me of, of bricking their Minecraft server. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I <laughs> walked in on the conversation. Like, I walked into the, the kitchen and my youngest is like, yeah, dad broke that world, so I deleted it. And I'm like, hold up. I'm like, what did I do? She's like... <laughs> She goes, you spawned too many cats and it glitched out and now we can't get into it. So I just deleted it. And I'm like, that's bullshit, dude. I'm like, you definitely would have spawned too many cats. Well, I did. I did spawn a lot of cats and dolphins and other things. But to be fair, it was working perfectly fine when I left it. She's saying that later, at a later point, it glitched it out and made it broken. That's an nocturnal, dude. You went to bed and they fucked the whole place up, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. The cats were fine when I was there. But yeah, it, it does Have you ever like heard me. a cat like, just going fucking buck wild at 3 o'clock in the morning? You're dead asleep and the cat's <laughs> going crazy. Yes, happens, yeah, man. You fucked, you fucked this shit up, dude. Yeah. That's on dead. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, apparently, I'm I'm to blame for spawning too many cats and, and fucking up their world. But it is what it is. Definitely sounds like something I would do. Believe it. Huge, yeah. Huge fan of pussy. <laughs> wow, awesome. Um, you guys watching anything or doing anything else? Then, you're not gaming. Any good shows? 
Oh, dude, I got, I got, so I'm addicted to uh, a British show called Taskmasters. Have you guys ever seen it? No. Heard of it. Okay. It's on like just straight YouTube. All the episodes are just on their YouTube channel. Like to okay. watch. So I'm, I, I put it on TV and it's, it's like one of these dumb British shows where they bring like four comedians in for a season and have them do weird tasks basically to earn points. And it's just ridiculous and funny and silly. Is it and messy? And it's super entertaining. Yeah, I've just been totally addicted to it. I, I did it because there was a comedian I liked who was on it. Um, uh, this guy, Mike Wozniak, who I think is pretty funny, was on it. So I checked it out. I really just got into the show. So I've just been watching it like kind of nonstop. Um, is it something that my wife would like with me or is it something I should watch on my own? She might like it. I mean, it's like, I mean, there, there is there's bad language in it because it's like British and I guess you could say the F word on regular TV there or something. Oh, yes. But, um, yes, you can. But it's nothing like super and it's a little risque sometimes, but for the most part, it's um, it's perfectly fine. And it's just the, the comedians they get on there are just for, they're very silly and funny. And, cool. and how they interact and stuff. They've had do a really good job of, of casting it. Um, and it's cool because it's the same people each week. Um, and so you kind of see them sort of progress through the show in some sense, I guess. But it's a weird layout. But yeah, I had never... It feels like... Um, what's the what's the racing show? That these Top Gear? It's kind of like, feels yeah. a little bit like that. Like it's, it's really just an entertaining comedy show, but it's like pretending to be like a game show. Nice. Um, and Top Gear is kind of pretending to be a car show, it's, but it's really like just a kind of funny thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Taskmasters. That's my. Again, that's like I don't know. That's it's not a new show, but but um, and then it's it's on YouTube. It's just like you just go to their YouTube channel and play full episodes. Cool. Like they put them. It's not even like bootleg. They're just up there, and they look good on the regular TV. If you stream them on regular TV, um, um, I wish more shows would do that actually. Um. But you know. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, and you know they can make money. Yeah, they're getting ad revenue and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's plenty of people retiring off of YouTube. So anyway. Uh, shit. You so <laughs> speaking of, of people retiring off of YouTube, um I had a new modem installed. Or I had to buy I didn't have it installed. I had to buy a new modem this weekend. Okay. And I I installed it and I did my speed test and I was getting like half of what I'm paying for. If I, I like after running four or five tests, I'm like the best test says I'm getting half of what I'm paying for. So I just called Comcast and I'm like, hey, like you guys set up this new modem for me. Just seeing what's going on, seeing if we need to change settings or something like I normally get full speed and I'm not. And they're like, you know, they couldn't figure it out. They're like, we're just going to send a tech out. I'm like, OK. So they send a tech out. He did some things. He made it work. But he also had his own YouTube channel. And dude was like, wanted me, wanted me to subscribe to his YouTube channel so bad. But I like, I didn't bite. So I was like super friendly to him and talking to him about it because he's in my office. And he walks in. He's like, do you podcasting or do you do like YouTube or streaming or like, what's your deal? I'm like, yeah, do some streaming and or uh, podcasting. I'm like, I used to stream. And uh, he's like, oh, I do YouTube and just starts like talking about his channel and stuff. I'm just like, oh, man, like it was it was pretty funny. He was uh, he was he was he was a cool dude, but he really, really wanted me to bite on. What's your channel, what man? YouTube? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's I'll tell you, grow, man. It's one you? subscriber at a time. 
I don't know. I have more yeah, power to do. did a good job. Can I ask yeah. pretty is this YouTube bro, channel? On, man. This shit this what, is what free, is bro. All you got to do is hit a button. It costs you nothing. So <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like and subscribe. Yeah, no. Just fucking what, do it, what, Don't what, be a dick. What, what's, what's his YouTube channel? I'm curious now. Also, oh, I'll I subscribe I know, for I, you. Also, we should all... We, let's give this guy the PTP bump. You know what I mean? Like, everybody subscribe yeah. to Fluffy's Cable Guy's YouTube channel. Just just because Fluffy won't do it, we'll, 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 we'll do it in, in, his, yeah. in his stead. You know what I mean? I was nice to the guy. I just didn't bite. I literally did not ask him what his YouTube channel was. We talked about free club on PTP. No, no. We fucking... We talked about it. I was super friendly, like... Dude, you know, dude was legit, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't all. I wasn't about to was whip his, out my phone and go, "What's your channel?" Was his YouTube about like, like fixing like routers and stuff like that? He, you know what? He legit showed me a shelf that he built for behind him when he's doing his mm-hmm. speaking spots, and it was dope. Like it was woodworking okay. and LED lights behind it. It was lit up like backlit. It looked fucking dope. But then he was also like, yeah, and I get like a bunch of products and just like write reviews on them. Uh, He's like, yeah, so I kind of do some woodworking stuff and product review. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, woodworking. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a 65 year old retired guy with like too much money. (laughs) (laughs) In your woodworking channel. Right, right. Uh, um, I was hoping it was like fixing. Fixing what? Somebody fixing like routers or like I love oh, uh yeah, I like yeah. I like tech YouTube channels where guys are just like getting like super nerdy about whatever tech thing they're doing or whatever they're into, whatever they do, they just get really in depth about it. Yeah. Uh like mundane. Or, or stuff. the ones where they like like take it apart and they're <laughs> like, Oh, you can see that this was assembled in a humid climate because this circuit board is a little rusty yeah. here and <laughs> like, okay. Well, they start laughing at like someone else's, and you uh, like it was all the same to me. Like, can you believe this guy connected the A port to the B X Y out? It's like okay, but I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thankful for those oh, YouTube shit. guys. They like helped me keep my family warm this week. That was pretty cool. My Fuck yeah, uh, dude. My thermos. Oh my 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 thermos. My my furnace. Fucking uh. Wasn't blowing warm air. It was blowing cool air, and I was oh, like, "Wasn't well, sure if it was a ther- I wasn't sure if it was the thermostat or the furnace was going on. It was like whole thing. So like, I opened it up. I'm looking at it, and like, I I, I, I turn on the heat, and I see the pilot light go on. Furnace kicks on. I see the flames, and then they just kick off. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, why is this thing like not staying lit? You know?" And so I looked on YouTube. And I fucking checked it out, and it's the fucking flame sensor. It's just one yep. like little angled fucking. It's super simple. One screw, pop the fucker mm-hmm. out. You just clean it off with a little fucking green fucking pad, like the yep. little uh, little disc scrubbing pad, and fucking pop it back in, and boom. I'm like, yeah, basically HVAC tech now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, house is warm. Thanks, Dad. You're the best ever. Like hell yeah, fucking YouTube. I man. Uh, love those dude. Dudes. Our old house. Our old house, our furnace had that shit every fucking year, Chuck. Like, at one point during the year, it would go out. And I was like, okay, take the grate off, remove the fucking single bolt, pull it out, sand it a little, or, you know, scrub it a little, put it back in, shit works again. Yeah. It's the best dad in the world, keeping the family nice and warm in the wintertime, you know what I mean? 
Yep. <laughs> Dude, YouTube YouTube does really have everything. Like bro, fucking all, almost YouTube all the mechanic, car fix. Yeah, yeah, all the YouTube all the mechanic, car shit yeah. that I do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do I do this? Okay, well someone's made a YouTube video about it or has a forum post with pictures. Only I knew how to build a shelf with the fucking LED in the inside, you know, all backlit, all cool. No, backlit, backlit, not even on the inside. Backlit, backlit fucking shelving, uh, man, fuck, yeah, dude. I just no. need a good resource for that. I think oh, that should be was, our homework. We should, we should all, like, like find this dude's YouTube channel and just fucking, Whoever. yeah, look, <laughs> everybody look up fucking backlit fucking shelving. Uh, Where is the best LED shelving? Like Comcast Tech, yeah. One surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah find Fluffy's Comcast Tech, and we'll just fucking everybody sub to his channel, just blow his shit up. It dude. was it was blue backlit, so I'll give you a hint. If you can find some Ooh. blue backlit, like woodwork shelving, it did it look ch- dope. The case, the fucking the homie was he was super cool. Like he really was a nice person. <laughs> I just wasn't. I wasn't just not nice enough for this yeah, channel. I just, I just don't want it to. I don't know, man. Look at my algorithm. I, well, you gotta. I understand. You got a curated get, YouTube thing. You don't want to mess like, up your algorithm. You know, like people, people selling me shit. Like sometimes I'm just like, I know you're trying to sell me shit, and I am not buying, so I'm just not gonna fucking bite. Like, I like dude was nice, but he came over to fix my router, not to like pitch his YouTube shit to me. Bro, the hustle doesn't stop, dude. The grind don't stop. <laughs> and I, I support him. I told him to keep doing it. I said your shelf is dope. Like I was nice to him. I said, yeah, you just keep grinding, man. But I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just want my internet working. <laughs> He's gonna throttle your shit tomorrow. Fuck I mean, that, fuck, dude. dude. You know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. I'd be funny if you just subscribed to his channel while he's in there. He's like, I got your router going. Hold on, let me just check something real quick here. He like grabs my phone. He's like, hey, let me put it in your phone for you. I set up the yeah. alert so you know when I pop a new video. It's funny. Fucking, uh, I was doing Uber like last year, and um, I picked up these girls. They were going downtown one night, and then um, the girl, the passenger, she's like, yeah, I was like, they were, they, she was talking about video games. I like, yeah, we were playing earlier, and I was like, what are you guys playing? They're saying they're, they're playing uh valorant he's like yeah i actually stream on twitch like really i was like yeah it's like yeah she, you should sub to me i was like all right whatever so i just handed her my phone i was like yeah go, go find your page and so and uh and, and i'll follow your page and whatever and like a few weeks later i'm just like i was like on twitch and fucking her shit popped up and I'm like, what the fuck is this and i popped it up it was like the most boring fucking five minutes of my life. Just, <laughs> fucking absolute dog shit fucking like, all right, man. Just she was she was terrible and just. Valorant there, isn't really like, my favorite game in the whole wide world either. To watch. Yeah, I don't know. It was just funny. I was like just trying to be supportive, but yeah, like I was trying to be supportive. Like, yeah, follow your page. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then fucking, yeah. I made a horrible <laughs> like, mistake. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch it anymore, dude. For real. Yeah, COVID kind of changed a lot of that. He's going to Twitch. I noticed like that was a thing. Do you remember like that COVID summer? Like that summer of 2020 was like kind of it's kind of different in a lot of ways. Remember like all those like all those fucking like DJ like parties and like fucking battles and shit like the B battles like 
that that DJ Premier versus Rizza thing. Like I was excited for that shit. Like I watched it on like a Saturday night. I sat there at the kitchen yeah. table just fucking watch that shit. That was cool, man. It was a strange summer. I totally missed out on all that. I have no idea. I remember you talking about it, but I never actually watched it because uh it just wasn't my thing, but I knew you were excited about it. That was pretty cool. There was a neat like homemade streaming like a lot of dudes who would normally be like traveling around performing just at home doing stuff yeah that was kind of cool to see um i kind of i don't i have like feel like all that is like a big blur in fact everything is a big blur for the past like to be honest um but i think because people still now like i I was i was talking to someone like it was like 2020 and i was like i was like yeah i was like i was talking like it was yesterday it was like like, three years ago man like like, like you know yeah, like, yeah. That, I think no. that's maybe the weirdest thing is how much of it just fucking blended together and skirted yeah, by. It's, yeah, it's really weird. I mean, if I didn't have a kid in school like who was progressing through grades, I would have no concept of like what year <laughs> it was. Like, I can totally see how someone could like forget what year it is. Like, you're an old guy or something. I totally get it. And you like you're just like out of like just out of the loop, you know? Yeah. Um, that's definitely gonna be like me someday. I'm you know. I look forward to the days where I'm <clears throat> old enough and don't care enough to forget what year it is. That'll, that'll be yeah. a nice place to reach. Or rich enough. Yeah, well, that's probably not going to happen, but... I mean... You don't have to be rich to forget what year it is, man. You can do it. But I mean, old. but it would be cool to be rich enough that you can just forget what year you it is. Just forget what year it is. Yeah, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I would love to have fucking money. I'm just not actually planning on having it ever in my oh, life. Oh, okay, okay. I look I'm forward to time, money. <laughs> I personally look forward to the days of fuck you money. That's that's gonna be my statement for the night. Yeah. Is anybody else um is anybody else's retirement plan just banking on complete and utter societal collapse? Or no, it's just me. No, no, no that's that's just what the shotguns upstairs are for. She's <laughs> <laughs> wild, man. We live in a crazy world right now. Uh, yep. All right. Well, fun. yeah. Should we just fucking call it? Oh, oh we gotta add music. God. Ooh. Oh. Ahead of myself. Oh yeah. Musica. Music. To I actually the music found episode. Uh, uh, uh. Another distraction. I found another. I found a cool artist that I like. Oh, sweet. Who has a new album from 2022, which is oh almost this year. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. I, I, sorry. I just realized that I put that link in chat. I didn't want to interrupt you guys, so I didn't say anything. I put a link in our chat and in the Potato Thumbs Discord of Cornelius. They were the band that came through the quest, and uh, it was a fucking. It was. Oh. It was. A they thing. are cool. They did a yeah. song on. Um, they did a song on Yo Gabba Gabba once. The okay. one. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Um. But they're totally like a noise rock band. Dude, yeah. they, they're... Yeah. It was like nothing I'd ever <clears throat> seen, and it was so fucking rad. And it was... So uh, my cousin was bartending, and I was his bar back for that night. And we made so much fucking money. And um, we still talk about it. Like, it was so fucking rad. Like, he had seen as many thousands of shows as I had. And we still talk about it. And so I text him while we were recording, and I just all I said was, "What was that Japanese band in the ascot room?" 
And dude knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, they, he has an album from, from 98, Phantasma, which is pretty great. That's a pretty amazing album. Cool. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's a lot of that noise, that Japanese noise rock stuff is kind of... Yeah, I, I think, I think them having visual aids too, like really <clears> sold it because it really set the mood like, yeah, for what they cool. were doing. It was, it was super dope. Very cool. Okay. Uh, what does uh, Monsieur Benjamin have for us? Uh, so he's got... Uh, <laughs> I want you to pronounce it correctly. Sugo Kawaii uh, by yeah. J.Y. Ocho. Giocho. Oh. It's a Ben pick. I fell on the sword for you because that's the kind of guy I am. Thank you. I assume What's it's going to be great. <laughs> what album? What album is it off of? It's uh, it's like a blue one with uh, white <laughs> spiral. <laughs> the, the album is all like um, characters. It's not oh, not in I English. So I was just seeing if it was going to pop up. I actually like that. looked at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cliff, I'm interested to see what, where are we going with? What is your pick here? Oh, oh yeah. So it's this guy, uh, um, where is he at? Uh, Lewis Cole, L O I S C O L E. And he's, um, I think like he's pretty well known, but I, I, maybe just not people over 30 know about him. And he's just, this, he's a crazy good drummer and plays all kinds of instruments and stuff. And, um, uh, it's just kind of like a multi-instrumentalist, like super talented guy. Um, and uh, he's, he, it's funny. He, we've been in a band called Knower, or he still is. And, and also is suspected to be in Clowncore. If you ever heard of Clowncore, they're pretty wild. They're like a experimental band. Anyway, but um, his song, uh, Dead Inside Shuffle, off his latest album, is uh, what I think I would put on. Um, but he's like, it's, it. he does a lot of like home recording and it's, it's pretty wild stuff, but he's really, really amazingly talented. Um, and his new album is fantastic. Um, and the, also the music videos are extremely good that he puts together. Um, he's very silly as a, as a performer, I think. Uh, Chuck, what do you got for me? I just put it in chat. Charlie Tuna coming through. I kind of went down a uh, Jurassic 5 slash Charlie Tuna wormhole the other day, and that's a good one. It reminds me of my homie DJ Dirty Doss, who passed away in 2012, and um, he had this song on a mixtape, and um, and we were listening to this mixtape at some point after he passed passed away and uh erica's dad really liked the song which is cool because he never comments or enjoys like rap music but papa mike liked this one <laughs> nice this stuff this was uh, a song that my homie dj dirty dos put on his mixtape back in like 2010 or some shit it was cool it's a good one chat ptp said coming through by chaili 2na is a well-regarded song in the hip-hop genre known for its distinctive and smooth flow it has been appreciated by many fans and music critics for its catchy. Oh, man. Chat PTP said Achi beats and rhymes, 
and has become a popular choice for those who enjoy hip hop music. Yeah. Atchy beats. It's those atchy beats, man. <laughs> atchy beats. You get, the, you get the chat PTP seal of approval. Uh, Rob, what do you got for me? Uh, so we're going to shows each of the next uh, Thursday and Friday this week. So I think we're going to go with uh, second of the shows. We're going to go see Fitz and the Tantrums. So we'll do. Uh, Let's do Fool. Yeah, Humphrey McGee, Humphrey's McGee on Thursday and Fitz and the Tantrums on Friday. So that should be a good oh. couple of days. That's cool, man. That's cool that you guys are getting out and doing that. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess I was going to... Uh, I was going to pick something off my list. Wait, hold, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, I just, um, I think, uh... Chat PTP said Fool is a song by the American indie pop band The Fit and the Tantrums. The band was formed in Los Angeles in 2008 and is known for their energetic and danceable brand of... Uh, danceable brand of what? Atchy Beats. Atchy Beats. <laughs> Chat PTP said Achi track with a strong emphasis on the rhythm section, horns, and lead vocalist Michael Fitzpatrick's soulful delivery. The song has been well received by fans and critics and is. Uh, keep going, Achi, man. Achi tracks. It's Achi tracks. Achi tracks. Chat PTP said considered a standout track from the band's discography. The Fit and the Tantrums have built a reputation for their high energy live performances and have been praised for their ability. All right, that's enough. <laughs> so those atchy beats and those atchy tracks. I feel like our, our AI friend is really starting to struggle as the night has gone along. <laughs> he had a lot you know to say. He had a surprisingly lot to say about the fits of the tantrum. I'll be honest. I feel I like you like, might have hurt his feelings before when you were asking him if he was bullshitting you. I still think he's bullshitting me, but it's okay. <laughs> Disagree. Right, I well, for one am a huge supporter of Chat PTP. <laughs> um, I was gonna go off with the song off my playlist. Um, but seeing as how um this song samples the album that we talked about tonight, I will go with Say G and E by Grouch and Eli off the Say G and E Deluxe Edition album. So yeah, yeah. All right, boys. Well, we'll call it a call it an eve. But I appreciate the music episode. These are always a blast. It was fun. It was really cool. It's fun. Ch- uh, Cliff, you do a very good job of picking albums. Uh, I appreciate. Thanks. it. I, I appreciate. Think it. Like, yeah. It's a tricky one to talk about. I wasn't quite sure what to say, so I was like, so I was like, let's see what chat uh, PTP has to help. And I think they really, uh, really added to the to the fun with their insightful and thoughtful comments. I like that. All I know is that it was well received by fans and critics alike. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you do a good job, man. Like, I, I, I guess all of you guys really do because it's fun hearing all these different albums that I would never listen to or don't know about yet. 
Yeah, some of my favorite stuff. Or like sitting down and really listening to something maybe from before, but haven't like really listened to, you know? Just kind of put on. So Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. Thanks for checking out the show. And uh um yeah. My name's Admiral Nips. Peace out. So uh, don't forget to like and subscribe Fluffy's Cable Guys YouTube channel. Thank you.